0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the show. My guest today is Nathaniel Blaze. Nathaniel is a good friend of mine, and is currently a corrections officer, a straw man competitor, and has founded, runs, and organizes the Mosaic Classic, which is a straw- annual straw man competition held in Edmonton, Alberta. Please welcome my guest, Nathaniel Blaze. How's it going, brother. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. It's uh great. Thank you for being here, by the way. Oh, so, thank you for having me. Hey, yeah, this is cool. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, glad I could uh, break your podcast, Sherry. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I no, you know we united and I recently right into each other at um involved. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah. How long have you been going to fly? Did you uh, start off in like the south location when there was like the one or yeah, so like 16. Um, a buddy of mine, we reconnected. He said, hey, come check this out. I was kind of getting into the powerlifting scene at that time. Um, he said, come check out this gym. It's kind of powerlifting focused, in sports and strength training focused." Okay. So I went down there with him, got hooked. It's a crazy environment. Uh, people yelling at you when you're trying to hit a PR. <laughs> it was one of those gyms that was like hardcore with modern equipment. So it was, it was really appealing. Um, and then kind of diverted off into to the strongman world. And I saw some of the equipment there and I was curious about it. And, yeah, no, it was a gym. and They got hooked on it, and put it in 2010. Left for a year or so, um, some of the equipment moved, and they found a, a different location, and then came back when, when North opened up. Yeah, and to the south, um, I think since 2016. Yeah, how is it? Like still predominantly the same? Where had like the, the turf, a lot of platforms? Yeah, yeah. It's, from what I am, they've done some cosmetic upgrades uh, over the last couple of years, um, but everything is still the same. It's still the same layout from the last one I went out a couple, about a few months ago same layout same plates a couple new pieces of equipment um but yeah it's it's it hasn't changed it's still the same yeah yeah um i love the gym uh, I, I got i got connections initially through jeremy bell okay he was yeah. training at the south location and yeah. I was trained for football, and uh, I just absolutely love the gym. It's a great environment. Yeah. Um, people encourage you there. Exactly. And yeah. it's for anyone, basically. There's athletes. There's people just starting out. There's strongmen, powerlifters, low lifters, yeah. cross-fits. Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff in there. It's a, it's a very unique gym com- coming from a, like, a conventional gym. It's one of those gyms that when you first step in, you're like, this is insane. Yeah. And my favorite part is there's no mirrors. Yeah, except in the washroom. <laughs> yeah, so make sure your hair is good when you when you get there. Yeah, so <laughs> there's no there's no um you know taking gym selfies in between sets. Everyone's just there to work okay. hard and yeah, have fun and that's what I love about it. Exactly. Yeah. And it, the other thing I find with the ball is there's always somebody stronger than you there. Like, oh yeah. I, coming from a commercial gym. You know, you kind of hit that point where you're like, you walk in and you're the strongest person there, or whatever. You're doing. You're, you're the best at it. What in your mind? Walk into the ball, you get real humbled real fast. You yeah. Know, some people you know like 800 pound deadlifts. Mm-hmm. Like some ladies, oh man, some <laughs> yeah. Of lift. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a few of them. There's a few of them out there that are complete monsters. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that even humbles you too, like especially when you start doing like squats or deadlifts on the platforms and someone's stronger you. It's right next to you and it's like start warming up <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it <laughs> pushes you it definitely pushes you yeah yeah you and i uh we know each other think, since uh was it grade 10 or grade 11 yeah one, one of the two i because uh, you were uh, you, I you were awesome. talking yes yeah i was yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and how'd you uh how, did you play rugby at all, or is it just football just football yeah yeah and grade 12 was grade 12 was my first year playing football and it was just the you know where really got into so and how'd you like it Oh, it was good. It was good. You know, you have, you kind of get yourself into a clique of friends that I don't want to say is elite, but it's like a clique of friends that you get away with, whatever almost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, wearing the jerseys on game day, that was that was a key moment. Like, you walk around the halls and everybody staring at you. Know, I, I kind of have that the satisfaction of people, oh, wow, this guy made the football team? Yeah, I did. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, Matt, did you uh, at all like try to play wall chats or, you know, junior football or college football? Did you have to start here? Yeah, no, I, I actually didn't uh, football outside. But, um, it was it was really tight. any actions that have also kind of touch yeah, with for family. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't the Viking looking guy? Like, yeah. Big orange beard. Yeah, yeah. Um, his, his dad it, uh, had something to do with football. And uh, he kept trying to recruit me. He'd see me working at the grocery store, working at, say, so, "Hey, come play, come play, come play." But it was a super time-consuming um, yeah. sport to be in. I'm not saying that any sport is is easy and not time-consuming, but from what I understand, you almost couldn't have a work schedule during season. Like it was you know, morning practice and afternoon practice, and you know, six hours in between you can't get a shift in between that. So. Yeah, but didn't didn't get into anything outside of outside of high school after after high school was done. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. Junior football, it's basically like well, you're a professional. Kid. Exactly, yeah, and you're yeah. held to that standard, right? One hundred percent, and then and so I know I uh, mentioned you worked at the, the grocery store. I think SoBe's on one sixty seven sixty-seven. Yeah, correct. And I bumped into a few times there.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and you know uh, Zach groups there. Uh, there's a few of them which you never which Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So him and I uh, grew up like oh, yeah. and I'm him, him, but then. I know you uh, also lived in transition to security. So how did you uh, get into security? What made you want to get into, I guess, corrections after that? Uh, so basically, I was I was at Sobeys for seven years, all the way from, I believe, grade 10 is one of grade 10, grade 11s when I started working my way up the chain uh, in, in the grocery store, got to an assistant manager level. Uh, found interest in going into the head office, went there. When Safeway bought out Sobeys, they, com- so Sobe- uh, Safeway had just built their national office in Calgary. So we got the news. Hey, everybody, to You got to reapply for your positions, uh, and you're gonna get transferred to Calgary if, if you get in. With the exception of a couple of smaller, um, specific niche jobs. So yeah, I got laid off. Uh, actually, like two days before my birthday, April 2016, I believe it was. Went back to the store time, uh, kind of like an inventory checker sort of stuff because I already knew that system, didn't need to be trained on it. Uh, just was applying for jobs, and the first thing that picked me up was pallet security. I uh, went to work for them in downtown and yeah, I just kind of fell in love with that, you know, assisting people, helping people out. You know, you get that older, older person asking you a question. You, you spend a couple minutes with them, chatting with them and saying, okay, you go this way or, or what question you need, right? Uh, also the adrenaline rush. Yeah. You, know, you get that when you get a chase going on, you get, with somebody, <laughs> it's, you, get you get, it's fun. It's just yeah. it's a lot of fun, right? Then have you had after, have you ever had to, uh, so you chase someone before? It's like a lot of people. Yeah, you know? it's just, yeah. It's just a lot of shit disturbers. People are. Anything hardcore that you can stumble across, or mostly just like random people? Um, you know, it's it, it's a mix of things. So you get the randoms where like a lost prevention from from any of the stores in the in the mall are calling you to come assist with an arrest, or you get the guys coming in with machetes, you get the guys coming in with bear spray, and you gotta kinda deal with it to an extent where you're not overcrossing the police's boundaries, You yeah. but still like being able to kind of I guess protect the public. It's not like a glorifying position, but it would be like Getting the public out of that area, or or helping somebody that was just maced, you know, get numbers yeah. off that sort of thing. So yeah, I mean, there's there's all sorts of things that, that happen in the mall that a lot of people don't see, you know. I could yeah. imagine, especially well at like, the City Center Mall and imagine yeah. West End. It's so big that yeah, you'd have to. I always see like at least two to uh, like two pairs of security always walking around the level. Yeah, actually, we had a, we had more security in City Center Mall than West End does. The West End is, is that there. because it's like so many entry points and uh, centralized uh. Uh, I think it's a mix of everything. Yeah, there's lots of lots of parts to the building, lots of doors splitting, lots of lots of back halls in the building. Um in the location, I mean it's very right centered downtown. So you get a lot of clientele that's not necessarily uh the most physically appeased sense of like homelessness or, or anything like that. But uh yeah, no, it's it's I don't know, it's, it's a different story downtown than there is on West Mall. right? More, I mean I mean West Ed, Edmonton now it, it was pretty bad, but, you know, everybody's getting pushed up because of the, the, uh, downtown because of the, the stadium, right? hundred yeah. percent. And then, and then how do you, uh, were you ever trained on firearms at all? Did you ever do a firearms course and, to carry or just mostly, uh, like what, just what, what were your, uh, boundaries, like what were you trained in? Uh, just handcuffing. Yeah. Just handcuffing. Um, there's a, a pressure points and tack controls, I believe it's called PPCT. Control tactics, not, not controls. In control tactics. Uh, it's a pretty standard course for security. Um, it just goes over like uh, use of force, flying uh, handcuffs, applying restraints, that sort of stuff. So did that with security, and eventually when I when I progressed into corrections, they they their own training, and it's a little bit different than, than what you learned as a basic security person. Right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I recently started taking. Um, that's what the books were there. The, the advanced uh, paramedic course. Advanced. For- okay, that's why I become a firefighter. Right. So that's why I'm, I'm back at the wall because I want to get more serious with my training. Yeah. 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 And yeah, even that along um, is instructors being that like like first stage right now do a amount, you're only allowed to do a then amount, amount of like yeah. a lot more than also you know a paramedic or even to do more. Yeah. So it's again the same thing stages where you're a police officer, then I imagine peace officer. Yeah. a police officer, there's probably stages what they enforce Yeah. come yeah uh, job positions, I guess. I, I was at Paladin since I went off to be a loss prevention at, at Rona and Lowe's. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm lucky i getting all these companies that are buying each other out. <laughs> I ended play uh, at a Roma store went through uh, part of a conversion from a big store, Roma store to a Lowe's. They rebranded it. Uh, and then the couple of other stuff kind of turned me off in the security. I you a know, security job where you're tackling people that are and stuff, it was more of an audit role. Um so I show over to Winners. Uh, Winners was the day I, I, oh man. Absolutely insane at that story. People that are stealing stuff are just crazy, but um yeah, and the here's I yeah, I didn't get set up winners. So I left. I didn't move on back terms. So things that you know, getting that done was kind of the next step to going to what my goals. Yeah. Are. So I went through their process of getting in. Then uh, she got in and still there. Half uh, three years later. Yeah. And where? I guess, where do you do your crunch work at yeah, exactly? Huntsville uh, Medical Center. You know, yeah. Center. And was that the one north of the city? Yeah, it's the one. Uh, it's driving on the Hendy, right on one twenty-seven. So yeah. That one. Yeah. yeah. How's the How's that been so far? Uh, it's been good. You know, it's it's. uh... There's bad things and there's good things. I mean, it's a jail, so of course there's there's probably a little bit more bad things. Yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's it's paid the bills so far. It's it's been an experience. I've met a lot of cool people out of there, and yeah, you no, know, you learn a lot of things. You learn you learn how to control yourself a lot better when you get to a place like that. You, you humble yourself again, like we were talking earlier about the gym, right? Yeah. You know, some people that are you know guys that carry guns on the regular or on the streets, you know, like, just, you know, like these guys are pretty serious guys, right? Hundred percent. So I guess that makes you. Think a lot more on how you act towards someone around them. Right, exactly. Need, the other thing is, too, like, um, not going into specifics, but you look at a person and you're like, oh, I wonder what, what he's in for. And it's like some serious charges. And you're like, wow, like, if I saw him standing on the streets and he was asking for money, I probably would have told him to screw off, sort of thing. Yeah. And then realizing, like, oh, man, he could have let me up or whatever, right? Like, it's it's one of the things that you don't know who you're talking to, so you gotta be careful, right? 100%. And I know it's, it's easy for us people in you jail who know, work in the Unnecessary mob uh, to uh humanize the people in jail. Um, they're in for a certain crime, but I imagine yeah. working in a jail that some stuff only- Exactly, and that's that's hundred percent. You don't treat anybody uh out of the I can't say I don't treat anybody out of the ordinary you treat everybody right. Yeah. Um I mean you get those those guys that are that are rolling costs that just wanna do, you know, um they just wanna you know, set justice for themselves, but that's not our job. We obviously may take like hundred yeah. percent. It's the court system's job to take care of the weasel might exactly. Yeah, there are probably definitely um some people with big egos who maybe want to be cops and potentially didn't make it or yeah. didn't get into the class or yeah just want to be charged and yeah as soon as they get hold the of power then they just enforce it. Like if you want to be a power crazy sort of guard, you're gonna get power crazy pushback, right? If you want to be relax there they're going walk with if you have a good a good middle ground with the um, you know give some you take some um, it's a way to push pull mentality uh, you'll have the easy go wide right? Exactly, exactly. And, uh, are you still planning to become a police officer eventually or what's the plan with that? Uh, not particularly. I mean, there's some moral events that are happening right now. I don't particularly want to go into too much detail about, but, uh, there's some moral events now that kind of turn me off from becoming a police officer. It's, it's not one of those things that, I don't know, I wouldn't get the same job, job satisfaction um again also too i mean with corrections with with policing there's a lot of politics between lower level employees and, and managers so yeah. um i hear that's the same thing in the police force i've talked to many officers that are actually were police officers that have come to corrections and say it's really you no know, different in that aspect um and then again too as a police officer i hear a lot of people say you know your your job is a police officer and your life is a police officer you know you don't you get your time off, but you also have to, you know, you're four on four off, on your off days, you're at court, you're doing, you're just, you're not able to, I don't want to say live your life, but it's, it's almost like, um, you're, you're committed yeah. to the next level. You really put your job yourself to the work. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to say that. I don't want to dedicate myself to the job. It's just, I don't know, the being in corrections for three years, you kind of, you see some of the stuff that they would have to deal with on the streets. And I mean, we're in an environment that's pretty secure. You know, there's no guns in jail. There's no, I mean, there's shanks, but there's no, like, knives and machetes and stuff like that inside the jail, right? So we're in a pretty controlled environment, but having to deal with these people, not only with a weapon, but, like, potentially under the influence of a narcotic of some sort or an alcohol of some sort, you know, it's, that'd be, I don't know. It's just, no, no, I don't want to, don't want to get myself <laughs> in that situation, right? Well, for sure, fair enough. I think there um, are some changes. I think potentially going to happen with policing, and yeah, I think overall. And I think to your point, um, yeah, they do have to deal with um, quite a bit. And in my opinion, again, we don't have to get into too much into the details, but I think as a police officer, um, they just take on so much, yeah, on so many roles that I think they are not accustomed or not not accustomed, but they're not well equipped to to do so. They're not trained enough to be, you know, being drunk. Right, uh, and then uh, sewing. So and again, yeah. Then, and then, yeah, as you mentioned, you're, you're in constant danger. Like, so right. Then, yeah, then you're under constant iPhones. So there's a lot of, I mentioned, so a lot of, so a lot of going in. Yeah. the zones, correction, correction like you know, people are not there for wrongdoing. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, regular guards' ability to hold out there. I wouldn't say that I, I go of my way trying to correct somebody's behavior, but I enforce behavior that's not appropriate within our, our setting, right? Um so it's not like I'm going out there telling, Hey, you need to change your way of life, you need to do all that stuff. So, like I mean that's just kind of a given uh, as a know, Like you're you're just more likely there to 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 supervise change. I mean there's lots of programs within a facility like that where they have the you know anger management programs, the family building programs, all those different programs that are there to, to help correct people's behavior. Um I wouldn't want to say we don't have I mean it's not our primary goal to review. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but I imagine though, um, like as you mentioned, if there's some guards who are, who are trying to like guess be the boss, yeah. I imagine you're really helping and then also for you're getting too relaxed. And so I guess as you mentioned, it's good to have the balance and know yeah that you have to reform them but you do have an impact on your right. right. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then and then so how did uh when we chat a little bit, but then how did you stumble sum up on a strong man? Was that just like a natural progression from football that you enjoy maybe being kind of powerful there or? Uh, actually, um, it was, it was, I've been, you know, lifting since, well, probably grade nine with my dad in the basement. He yeah. had a small, yeah. 45 like, pound dumbbells is the most he had. Uh, eventually, you know, kind of grew out of those, they, they became too small for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, started out going to a city gym with some buds. Uh, Did you go to the one bud? I didn't go to legendary at all. I, uh, I started off as Coliseum, I believe, like the, the, um, the Commonwealth. Um, we started off going there and it was a recently they had turf, they had, you know, a huge area for gym. And on top of that, you can still go swimming if with the pass that you had, right? Started off there, went to World Health after that, after coming out of falling out with my buddies, or we're all fine now, but had a little bit of falling out with them, went to World Health, they eventually came to turn to World Health, and then they found a goal. So uh, one of those guys was pretty hardcore into powerlifting, kind of convinced me, hey, you should try this out. Like you're a big guy, let's see what you can do. Ended up starting out with powerlifting. Did never compete in powerlifting, but did a couple programs that he he selected for me to do pre-written programs. Um and then I was starting to run off with strong myself at the end of my workouts, right? I'd go and I'd try to yoga, go and try the or it was a slow transition from kind of like being a bodybuilder to being convinced to be for the most part you can you just you say no, know, I'm, I'm far enough ahead on on the weigh in. That's you know I lose like 100 pounds. But uh, yeah, no, it was just it was just a progression point to uh, strongman now. Yeah, I and mean, yeah. what's your what's your diet like with strong building when you're also doing for a competition? You want like long on stage, you have to dial down your calories, and then sometimes right. closer to your salt intake, playing with seasonings yeah. and all that stuff. So you have to get like real dialed in, and obviously you get uh, such a low body percentage right. times. Um can mess you up if you, up, like you don't eat correctly. Yeah. Um so what's your diet like do you have to eat like a ton of food or uh, it's more of like a seafood diet. So if like, you seafood you eat it. <laughs> um that's a bad joke. <laughs> no, it's honestly like some some of the people that are that are cutting to go make white class in strongman, which has kind of become a new thing. Um, they really watch what they eat. It's great. I wouldn't say similar to bodybuilding in, in that sense because it's 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 not about appearance it's about going to lift the weight and, and if you can you can if you can't you can't right there's no like opinion it. Well maybe he can lift the weight right um so for me personally i i don't really track macros at all uh, i know that coming up to a family show i eat a lot more food than than typical so i think on calorie intake uh in the off season i eat anywhere between 3,500 to 4,500 calories um, then again, not really tracking like the macros of, of that, just just the calorie based thing. Uh, and then getting into um, like I'd say four weeks out to competition, you know, I increase that upwards of eight thousand, ten thousand calories, and that's sure. that's basically shoving down anything you can. A lot of rice, a lot of ground beef. Um, so Actually, yeah, I've, I've had it, I've had some of that. It's expensive, but um, the reason why I don't know if you've heard of Stan Affording um, um, down the states. Um, Say strength was a power He is a, is a science based, but it's a fact proven diet based on human digestion rate. So the human body can digest bison the best. That's the best protein that the human body can digest and white rice. He, his number one meal is ground bison and rice. He said a close alternative to bison because of. The accessibility to bison and the price of bison would be ground beef. That would be the second most digestible um, food. So if you watch any of the studios of, of their daily life or whatever you want to call it, um they, they eat ground beef and rice like constantly, right? And they have a cup of orange, something to do with the enzymes and the orange juice help them. Basically when you when you finish a bowl of, of ground beef and rice you're you're hungry again, right? Yeah. It's just because it's so fast digesting. Um, it also promotes weight loss, and that's what sort of thing too. So, yeah, he like at a, at a counted rate, you don't just eat as much as you can. Um So, yeah, the, he San posts a lot of transformation photos from his diet on people that are that are doing it, that are losing weight. Wow. So, yeah, no, that's that's and pretty much the awesome. basis. And how's it been for you? Um, you know, I'm not strictly following it, so I that I can see benefits solely from. Uh, the vertical diet, but I mean, um, it's it's one of those things that you know you are hungry. Like it is true, you get hungry. You have a big plate of it, like you're, you eat it, you sit for five minutes, and you're ready to go Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think I'll be in trouble with that when I eat a lot. I can eat a lot, sometimes it's fucking false so I can watch myself. So. Right? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> mean, uh, you you, you want to yeah. get full, and you want to keep staying for it. One hundred percent. Yeah, no. When I was uh, I tried uh. I tried out for the Wolf Jets. Right. Um and I remember in high school I was uh, a offensive line. Yeah. I tried out I tried out as a receiver <laughs> <laughs> for years. Like, well for a couple of years entry I played for the Alberta Football League, the Stallions. Okay. So it was like uh men's league. yeah, yeah. And it's like two practices a week. And then I decided to dedicate myself to train for football. Yeah. i like, had one year I thought I'd give it a shot and yeah. So I was training with Gary Bell at the time yeah. as my coach, and then had a guy who was on the Eskimos team. Okay. He was my off-field coach, and at the time I was working the trades okay. as an electrician. Yeah, so because because I was constantly just moving, yeah, um, to maintain my weight, I was eating four thousand. Just so, um, burning calories comes with it. Yeah, sometimes oh, I am not sure if you're me like, because sometimes I don't get that hungry more, and then I track my calories and I have like 100 grams of carbs left. And so I have like two big bowls of oatmeal with peanut butter in both, yeah, like some eggs, and I'm like just trying to shovel it in, right? Do you ever find that you're the same, or you just have like? So much calories at the end of the day that you just eat it. How do you find that you're able to space out evenly. Like how much you're eating? It's like, sort of uh, mode right where it's, if I'm hungry, I'll eat. If I'm not hungry, I won't eat. Right? So kind of my, my big thing in the morning when I'm, when I'm working in the afternoon, uh, I just have a cup of coffee. Uh, that kind of suppresses your diet a little bit in the morning. So I wouldn't want to say intermittent fasting or following that diet, but it's, it's almost got that concept, right? I know a lot of people that follow it that just drink a cup of coffee in the morning and then wait until they're hungry to eat. So... I have a surplus or, or an uh, overage on, on my calories. One, I don't count it, but two, I just go based off a feeling if, if I'm hungry or not, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you also don't need to probably tell your and see the probably until you're comfortable, I imagine, or? Uh, for the most part, yeah. I mean, family, fun. you're going out with friends,
1: like...
0: Or Christmas coming yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just I go till you know, I don't want to go anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then you mentioned that now the strong and they're they're starting to cut for competitions. Yeah. Um, well, from so, um, because I'm not very knowledgeable in weight classes, so yeah. if you're able to break down weight classes, Elliot, awesome. But then why? Or I guess why do you think there's a trend for cutting weight now versus trying to be just as big as strong as possible? Yeah. No. I I think a big thing. weight men, which is 105 kilos plus. For people that don't know, kilos, if you want the pounds, you times it by 2.2. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so 105 kilos, which I believe is 231-ish pounds, uh, is the cutoff for heavyweight. Uh, there used to be a super heavyweight class, but they recently merged those two together just for qualification purposes at national level. Okay. Uh, there's about 190. I, you know, I can't remember the specifics, but I know there's a heavyweight uh a, a weight for the first time first year uh coming up to me a computer computer general class. yeah and there's there's lightweight and heavyweight which is still that 105 cutoff um so and then for the women same thing heavyweight middleweight lightweight and then a the novice uh, instead with so they didn't find a need to split a novice heavyweight and lightweight so just one class women so um yeah no that's that's the general breakdown of, of the weight classes uh, what well, sorry you asked another part like a trend for cutting weight versus maybe trying to get as big and strong as possible because I thought like this from the outside of looking, you can think of strong and anything if you want to be big strong yeah You not think of cutting weight yeah so a lot of the events that I'm seeing are agility, but like almost like or you know, where- Pushing something. So there is that cardio aspect to it. Sitting at, you know, a 350 pound guy, you know, that's, that's, I like think that. people are losing weight, not only to look good and feel good, but to also perform better in those those guys, right? So, okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, like any strong men and also, is it half and Yeah, the guy who was like in, the, what was it Game of Thrones? It's Game of Thrones, yeah. 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 So, they're obviously, I think, and he's probably, he's like only five foot something, but wasn't he like over 300 pounds at one point. And oh, no, and no, he's six foot four. Like he's, oh, yeah, he's, he's, the yeah, he's the same height as me. Yeah, he's the same height as me, and he just looks small. Because yeah, that's so small. Yeah. Like, he's probably my height. No, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> so, yeah, he's six foot four, so he's my height. 10-pound so bark when he's competing. Yeah. So, yeah, he dropped down, I believe he's in the low 300s now, mid-300s maybe, Um but then again, he's drama with their boxing matches coming up next yeah. year, so I think, um you know, a lot of it is, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to promote good health too. It's so not yeah. just these There's still a lot right? of stress on your joints. Oh, oh 100%. Like. Yeah, I know. On your heart too. Like, I mean, when you're a a lot of blood that you need to pump to right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, yeah. Couldn't, uh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess, uh, what are, uh, I guess, basic exercises? Because I guess, uh, I think you said, like, if you're not competing, in power lifting or, um, or big lifting strong. Yeah. You said, like, there's no reason why you should be maxing your deadlift. You're really pushing in the sense thing. it's okay to do the deadlift. he's like, or, cause it's like, there's such a risk. Or it doesn't depend on your body type. But what do you, uh, you know, I, I personally think that the deadlift is, is a good, uh, it's a good means of telling how strong you are. Um, then every gym session, going and hitting a max may not the greatest thing for your body. Um, but like a normal, you know, five by five programming on on a deadlift would, would be fine if you're deadlifting, you know, every second day for that matter. Down to you know, Probably your your limits in the sense not to, yeah. not to like kind of limit yourself, but knowing kind of what your max are so you don't try to ego lift. And then, oh, of course, yeah. probably either having someone watch you or kind of critique you so you're lifting properly. Because sometimes people right. they immediately lift with their hamstrings first and lower back. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, no, that's that's exactly it. It's it's just one of those things that I don't you know, if, if you if you aren't competing anything with that, then there might not be a need, but I, then again it's still a, a good foundation basically compound like, compound lift to determine your strength, right? Yeah, and then so I guess what are some good foundational um strong exercises that are just a staple, no matter what you're in of the offseason? Uh, so it'd be pretty much like all I know, Jerry Pritchett, another strong down the states so basically there's a uh, listing program during the weekdays then on Saturday he does event training so he'll he'll train for his upcoming show on Saturday and I, I don't know for sure if he does like the full event on a Saturday or if he just does a couple every other Saturday or whatever but um, yeah no a good foundation would be a good squat a good deadlift uh, a good overhead press those are the main big ones that we that see him throwing that show as what about uh, bench With that bench at all or is it, do you get a lot of just shoulders in your uh, or press there's not a sole bench press event or, okay. or anything in regards to like a, a chest focused activity. Then again, benching is good for stability in your shoulders, like you can get a lot of benefits out of bench. But I, I would more so consider benching extension around that. then than it will you know conquering a for a trend. You'll see in that event uh or then you see a log, those barbels Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um that's that's a pretty common one. You see shows it was uh box fundamentally where it's a and you do max do circus dumbbell. Yeah, no, obviously is a is a very well known a lot of times. You know, Yeah. And what circus that? The dumbbell that has a thick, and like it's really cool. yeah. So basically, oh, circus man. dumbbell. Yeah, it's 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 both the thick of some in your life. The hand thick, uh, you know, you've got to come you gotta kind of or you want to find your suit spot. Time a set. You pick it up, it's up to your shoulder, and mm-hmm. you hand it. So Josh Collard, he's a guy out of Calgary. He just got. See a natural I, so there, I don't remember the exact number, but he did some so um, Yeah, that's basically putting a, a dishwasher a, you know, something along those lines of hand. Oh man, do you do you often because I like to compare like, your weight to like a, like items in the real part? Uh, no, it's it's one of those things that's I don't know, meat, <laughs> I don't <that's> probably this. <laughs> Feeling, like. Yeah, I mean you get the the uh, Heshless sort of, you carry it. So there's like that that sort of, I, there is one that's one uh, and you way weight pick it up and carry it with like uh, your arms anyway. You it, so it's not given picking up a printer and carrying it uh, somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, yeah, it seems like it's an functional exercise. It doesn't seem like um that's like probably a little walk walking. Right. But what about like, teams or you know, if sometimes you have all of tests where you see buildings are wacky most like things more self the commercial gym all this morning, I guess people know what they're doing. It seems like strong ones lot we mentioned a lot of just or for competing strawman, but just right. help them for your followers. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. definitely would agree nice. in the sense <laughs> you get some you know, key like Crossfit is very similar like, it's like the clean and jerk you see that you have in Crossfit I and mean, you do something like that with an axle, right? You throw on weights on an axle or an axle or something similar to what something yeah. that's going to take you look at CrossFit picking up sandbags and throwing them over their shoulder, right? Atlas, yeah, those huge. Yeah, throwing events like CrossFit, they do something with uh, those bullsey balls and they do something where they their head, right? Except for throwing the metal. There's a lot of crossover with, with any sport. Like you look at um, weightlifting, you look at crossfit, you look at strongman, you're here it through the buckets. It's all That's different. you just doing crabs, squats, and deadlifts. And then, um, it was a show and how many, non-state show for the Uh, it was based out of a CrossFit gym, actually. Uh, and that was in April 20, I believe. Uh, so I had about six months that I was kind of just training for it. I was training didn't really have a program. Uh, the Sanction job, the shirt I'm wearing right now, was August 2017. Uh, this 2017. Uh, it was an outdoor event. So that's that's one thing I was wrong. Uh, yeah, There's two shows. One of the first, first one, was one was like, the the is the first action show. show. Uh, I clean the spectacle. Based on weight how much you like the ratio. That's, that's not so strong, man. Uh, that's more of a but um uh 10 pounds sort of lifting. no, it was uh, there was a lightweight that placed there. Uh, from that, I believe the only the only one in that show had stopped. Really Anyways, I don't remember his name to tell you the truth so but yeah. what do you do for yourself, when you does it seem same exact computer with the gardens, or you'd be more professional or um in the Canadian Association of Strength Athletes, uh, Alberta has the Alberta Strongman Association, which kind of uh, backs the Alberta uh, competitors. But out of Casa, which is sort of um they you have to have folks which qualify for provincials, the rules. That's point so if you place first in the show, you get ten points. If you place ninth, like once based off ten points, so you get twenty points to the provincials, right? Okay. So, you Nobody's know, gonna have twenty points. Compared to because you know, there's only two shows, let's say. But provincial for provincials, it's like the top tens, and I believe it's for second, and third for most provincials. Get qualified for now, and out of nationals. Uh, if you place for second, and nationals, uh, and first and second, get invited to basically like walk online line show, uh, sure. Um, and then there's also another, it's pretty complex all the time. Here, I mean, palace, the difference that you have to qualify for online through a free basis, these three things will we'll qualify you out of that. Going to some the first, for a second or third. Is like, that uh, your goal you get there? Or? No, it's, it's very strong. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it. of the cards, I'm going to push my way in the process. I think one of the things that will be the first year is not going to happen. When I get the second year, where it will happen. you know, up to those top teams, you know, to nationals and and uh, pro card. So, I mean, go back to personally, uh, it's not my main focus right now. I have some stuff on the side I'm doing, business right now. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but it's pretty old now, but yeah, I meeting mean, up pretty cool. Yeah, they, actually the Arnold classics, very much of the pro show it used to be an invite-only basis, so you had to be based by the Arnold's sure what their company name is, but you had to go and compete and that was like you gotta know, like the Arnold maybe that you existed sort of thing. So um, yeah, I think a lot of it right now is is uh you know times when uh we said like he selfie on his story like, a couple years ago and that was the, yeah, she he was cheering and She's like, yeah, what escaping me right now. Um uh, what the heck is him? Um, it's it's- a uh, I follow a strong woman. It's like, you know, like it's strong on Facebook or it's like something. Like wow, right? <laughs> okay. So it's like a it's a H me, a metal frame an H has weights on the four corners. Let's talk about that, yeah. yeah. So what's your challenge? So it came from Yoquest, where we were kind of going there with that so, uh, and it was born, which is a must be seed location. Um, they're, they're either partners but um, the money I raised. Uh, so yeah, first for the deal, there's a yoke over and press the max ladder, we're basically saying okay, I'm gonna do this, so i just drop the one with it, and then there's a yoke press above your head and then walk with it. But now the show has changed to the mosaic and over the last very fast we're on the this year we're hoping that that steady growth going right. Uh, so the mosaic center is like uh pushing in between Belgium. people basically paying, you know the voters, they get coffee, a soup, whatever it's it's not a like status, but they offer serves resume help and find well income housing. There's there's a bunch of things they do um and the the big thing that my dad did from but through grow back to that anything that was like damaged like a can sold off the shelf that was not so many of those things up, could, like that they get right off at like, the store like, the notion stuff mm-hmm. um so yeah they got a bunch of Well, with it, it was like we only have one sport nets in so let's do something in the winter when they don't have much that's some uh fundraiser that's yeah, awesome yeah, so, yeah i guess what uh is that how you got the idea actually what do you know i guess your dad from taking cans mm-hmm. And then you just want to do something. How does that help you or uh no, it was more so like one of the churches that I go to kind of help start this, this up and then eventually Moscow T kind of I don't know if they bought them out, I don't know. They they partnered with them. I've known about this place since they first started since they first opened their doors. So at the same time so we we're pretty involved with it as is, that it was okay, well let's just do that. another way of giving back to them, right? And they're doing good, like they're they're doing good for the community. It's not one of those places that's not a stay and go sort of thing where you like you just go there to sleep and then had no impact on somebody, yeah. so it's one of those ones that they were doing, to get form, and that's what I wanted to support them. Okay, yeah. yeah. okay, um, and then you mentioned this is your fourth given location, or uh, so we have a date, February 2021. Um, browsing venues, Our last few years we've held it at Evolve. We've held two at Evolve North and one at Evolve South. Um, we're just we're browsing who can all best experience per se. I don't want to say that Evolve isn't giving us a good experience, but uh, depending on where COVID goes, I've heard some really yeah. Have all script, script uh, made their with them or anything like that. I've just been browsing around, seeing what other venues are available to use, right? Yeah. I, mean, I guess classes as in typical strongman competition. So, my show is a provincial qualifier for Alberta yes. uh which is basically the CASA, uh, the, the head organization, to competing. So, uh, novices, heavyweights, uh, people that have competed for the last 10 years, to, there's also anybody over the age 40 has their own, they get scored in. Uh, and yeah, no, my show. Typically, over the last few years, we've merged classes. I wouldn't say that it's a bad one, but it's just um, merging some of the classes a little easier. It gives our sponsors a little bit of a, of a break from giving out, you know, 14 prize categories yeah. of stuff, right? So, for the classes, um and yeah, no, it's, it's uh, anybody uh keep, whether you've never touched a weight in your life, or if you're interested in it, or anything like that.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll give a look into those. So that would be awesome. <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, it's not overly priced, too. I mean, I believe that membership fee, basically. Uh, which will cover you from January And then $80 for my show this year. I have some vendors that we use for like shirt production stuff, their prices have gone up. So, things has been going on. You bucks, it's, uh, so it's $80. But I mean, at the end of the day, you could qualify for a, film a show, which would then you don't have to renew your, your membership. You just pay for like <laughs> I've seen yeah. it happen. I've seen it happen. Uh, well, not win, but I've seen it. It's 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 wild to see. Yeah. Right. I think the athletes come over here. Yeah, I think for I, right? I, mean, I would, I mean, I would you know, imagine on social help. us. Does it depend, or is it more so the training put in, the proper training for it? For deadlift, not so much you're really mad when you're taller, you, you have that range of motion, but in strongman, we're not allowed to switch, which deadlift typical, uh, so you don't get that. I, I don't even know why. I, I mean, being shorter, it does have benefits, but it also has its, its flaws. For instance, like, he's been probably five, six years, and he's had to put like, he's short, right? You get a, you know, a 70-inch flat, a 4-inch, he's got a 150-pound stone high. Like I mean that's probably less than what you actually have to list up there, but it's it's when you got a list above your head and most people don't have to, there is disadvantages yeah. to am sure. Right? I imagine you said that the, the that Stone off probably I think it was the last platform. Yeah. It's immediately bad for four, but he was kind of just trying to get it up to last. Yeah, I actually was watching that happen. Brilliant. Really? That, that was oh, man. I believe it was the uh, US's uh, it was a personal belief. So it was like a pro athlete doing it. So I don't, I don't know about the bad form, but it might have looked bad from somebody who's seen. yeah. It was, but yeah, yeah, I believe there's a pro show that that he, he basically. Were you already competing, or after you've seen that, or do one to try that? Well, no, atlas <laughs> <laughs> You see atlas stones at almost every show. Like it's a, it's a given. But I mean, like when you saw the injury, when you saw injury, that kind of like. Fact. Uh, not for me. I, it didn't really turn me from going up and doing that. I mean, I know my limits. I know in competitions. You know, I've never actually finished a stone event. I've got I've never actually, like, most typically is a it's a five platform event where you put five stones up fastest time possible. Most of the time, those last few stones are just like you have so much adrenaline that you can't find the pick because if you pull too far back, you'll pull too forwards. it forwards. You know, it's not gonna have that perfect pick. So I find that with like, that pressure, need to finish. And I just can't do any training. But you get out there and you're like, I've oh, never really done passes I'm just you see that with, I guess, I'm thinking with like uh, Olympic lifters or powerlifters. Like, yeah. Their knee gives out and they just collapse on it. And right. They see somebody do that and it's just, it's, it's you yeah. can That's yeah. kind of weird, like, when you're going a when you are on into it. It shows an you can't sue somebody. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. remember, remember Michael Blossom at all? He had the long, like, yeah. yeah. His first football game with him and I were in grade 10, yeah. where a um, football well, game before us, we used to, I want to say it's a, it was like maybe a foot field. Okay. Yeah. Um, by UV And, the other person on the like the team that just a game who they had to stop they get I don't remember that. Um the Michael's first game, his first game and all yes. of a sudden clean the gallery. <laughs> <laughs> uh <Yes>. uh <laughs> yeah, it's oh, awesome. awesome. And you mentioned that you are you're starting off. Uh, we're also had a point with that. How much before that? was the Atlas Stones we are the about, here. Oh, yeah. Yes, I had a point through that. Uh, so, <laughs> there was something about freak lifting but yeah, so, um, but I guess imagine a strong, strong you like, can't just be. You know what? I'm gonna there's a show. I'm just gonna start looking it again. Is there any nutrition diet? And I guess how's that been for you? Has that been like a massive shift for you, or um, or do you just find? But all? you know, like right now, yeah, I need mean, it to. Um, COVID has come with those things where, um, you yeah. know, yeah. To go up, I mean, there was no down so I no went for a little swim and some time what it was called resistance bands, and one of my uh, one of my buddies that I work with, so he lives on a couple of floors up for me. Uh, we go in the stand, we're to do some lifts, right? You just have to make it up as you go, right? Uh, because the gym was really big. and then you know, when it evolved downtown, started happening, you know, I switched from north town, it just it's, it's been steady growth. I wouldn't say that I'm committed as well as I was if I was cool. But I, I go uh, usually every other day, so every single day, you dress periods in between, so I usually go every other day. So, two right where it's you know, five, nine day rotation. Um, every other day you stay in it on my off days. So I and mean, then it kind you mentioned that you kind to go hard every day is uh I guess the way I got it I had that explained to me is like your body's almost like on the mass every time. Like like certain times to do like uh small short and then, yeah with two people a week, week. hundred percent and what because it's like a power the percentage and power oh, or, Powerlifting. Uh you know what recently I've seen a lot more people going off with an RG in right? powerlifting, which is basically don't know exactly what it is, but it's something along the lines like if you're going at a Nike, basically nine right or so. Yeah, it's so like you know, a ton of on a weight reps. Right, so. Well not even that's more so like you're you at your ninety percent where you could probably get an A R G would be like you probably get you can definitely get more reps into it sort of thing, and then going to RG one like you can get like fifty reps out that. Yeah, future. What these programs so a lot of power officers going for us do that? It's it's a lot of the RP system. Actually, like the coach programs in percentage based stuff, which is and, uh, I remember this one time I think I did like I didn't like, did trap our block because it's yeah, right. so it's strong as hell. Yeah. And um, oh, that's when you remember my was shooting for football. And yeah. I think I did like 11 reps, at, like 400 pounds. Oh yeah. Something a good amount of weight. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember I think it was a couple of days later. I try to wait. And I everybody. It has to do with I know do you I know um for me like I'm once for training, I'm doing TRS rows with yeah. what they call theramic rotations. So okay. um, you lay on your stomach and you try to look at your opposite eye to your shoulders, so then you're naturally kind of rotate your um, hip mobility stretches, long like, rotations, right?
1: a bit of power thing bit of hypermobility. Yeah. Um and well, I was, I am
0: around there, I was going there, I got yeah. But um yeah, I'm going back to those types of lift because yeah. again, lifting heavy but also taking care of your joints and shoulder rotations, and yeah. shoulder work? Yeah. I have four shoulders. And so doing the, the band stretches of my shoulders, doing the, the, the hair cuff from rotations. Yeah. Do far and the a conception that especially when you're young, you can get with because um, I just try to what is mean and how to it work with nine and your joints from Sure. I ask someone wanted to do a supplement. Yeah, just in general. A lot of you know, watching people talking that eating real food is is more focused uh, to to be better than supplementing. I mean, something's there to supplement what you're missing. Uh, but I, I think that nutrition is some of Pick up a, a pack of BCAAs, and that's usually a very comp to be awesome. and functional so, and repairing itself. as you are doing? Um, but to warm-up, my typical warm-up routine is, it's pretty standard. I start off rolling my, my, legs out. Um, I don't roll my, legs, I stretch, I keep that, uh, instead of stretch, um, actually find the intensity between your hips. So I don't roll that stretch that more than anything else, different, uh, leg poses and stuff. I start legs, you end up getting the hamstrings, get the, um, get the glutes, warm up, and It's a lot of, uh, movement-based, uh, warm-ups. So it's not necessarily a sympathetic stretch. It's like swinging your legs, uh, laterally and, uh, well that, uh, getting your hips warmed up. I find that get, I'm finding that my hips are getting tight. I think it's a lot of it's to do with like sitting around a yeah. So um, getting my nice, uh, resistance back, yeah. uh, different vertical, um, horizontal, all in every angle that you have with your shoulders, because uh, a lot of Overhead press stuff actually drives all um, you know, sort of basically a whole body warm up. Is what I do, um, and then at the end you go and spread, the end, which I probably should. You know, so, so you don't just run on treadmill for fun. I don't warm up on any piece of cardio. I usually say that, for me. Um, you know, I just I don't know. My point that's just if I do that, I throw off my routine in the gym, right? And I feel I think that's a misconception. Um, the treadmill is like people think um you're on the treadmill for five to minutes. You have a whole body warm up. I guess from what I have read and from what I read since you're coming Yeah. And again, it's rolling up the muscles. Yeah. Stretching for sure. Right. And using the back, up up your, for sure, your shoulders. Cause right. A couple years ago. Man, okay. Just by trying to pull as hard as I could. Oh, and so yeah. And just move, yeah. then all of a sudden, then you again, you out again it again. So you really have to stretch. Right. Yeah. And then lightweight too, like, you don't have to go crazy yeah. weight. You don't have to jump right into it. Yeah. We always go crazy weight. Don't jump into it first thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, of course, you want to do for like, all the things times when to show off Yeah. I was going to say, I know yeah, you've been training at all for a bit now. What's kind of been, um, like, what's, because uh, I think you we know, all, I think, sort of fashion, for thing, sometimes we have Has been like um, someone who you've been training with or someone who you looked up to while like, you're supposed to f- focus on uh, the train, make sure your form not very safe? And that's the same on. The battle of how you live. Uh you know, I don't really look up to a person locally. I mean I have pros that are that are cool stuff like that. Um so I mean like trying I'm actually I, do, I find myself myself with them a lot where it's like a whole lift, you know, I've walked a thousand pounds on the yoke and it's like, oh I'm sure of being in competition with pros, sort of thing, right? Like I think that's what we most need to look at. Um as we go the big thing about Strongman is it's Everybody's here, every, we're cool to have personal disagreements with each other, but that's besides the point. I mean, when you're when you're training, everybody everybody's there to support you. And I think it's it's great. I help critique somebody, they help critique me, you know. Um you guys, well, old guys that have been in the sport for a while, you know, everybody gets along with each other and like self-motivate each other almost. Um Going back to hungry the most, I'd say like my first show I had a competitor come out and compete. It was like it was targeted for brand new people to the sport. Like I wanted everybody to be brand. And I think I had three people that have had a previous experiences that shows. So the other people were the first time. Going. Most of them actually have stuck around still. So, um the he competed so he's rocking, man. Like he's getting first. He's like, one of the things that start off me is like, alright. It's like it's one of those I like, get and I like stuff together to, to his like one either started after us or someone Live better than you always know, that like, I'm not like is he like an like, better nutrition than me, does he have a better technique than me? And then again, yeah, right. I think that's also that shit. Maybe that's uh I guess just in general I feel like on I feel like guess person the uh, like commercial gyms it's kind of clicky and yeah. location probably as well. Um, what I find is uh the screw gyms coco like with ball in right intimidating eaters yeah. very when you only have like the necessary equipment that you actually need. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of thumbnails, a lot of kettlebell, a lot couple of splits, a lot yeah. of platforms a Yeah. I find it's the most welcoming gym and, and anyone. Yeah. There's strong repetition that have chip created by some of the livers
1: or um or maybe
0: lower did you have any questions yourself at all or Yeah I, I can't think of any off my head right now. I was you know, the only location I was training some my power Mr. Journey who was training strong and stuff and they openly invited the me to come join them and like you know, you watch them you know run with a six hundred pound yoke. Nowadays you look at it back at it and you're like, Wow, like I have well overcome that, including you know a lot heavier than that now and it's I see us more so as like fat guys or fat girls lifting, yeah. and that's not like that conception that they have to eat is everything they can. You don't have to be a big guy to no. he like. There's a reason. I think people are. There's multiple things that people are probably doing coming out with a team or coming out training. Right, it's, it, it does yeah. make a, a circus stumble above his head. What if he drops on his head? People dropping stuff on my oh. advice. Yeah. So I think a lot of it's just overcoming that like initial like initial
1: thought. You actually have to go and try it. To understand like I think that's what I, mean. I
0: I don't want to self-quick many people that are like no, no, no they come one day and creative they just want to do a quick drop in because they're an ability to do that most of them, Um they come just one day and hook on it and they're they're sore the next day because I'm pushing them. Yeah but they're like wow that was actually a lot of fun like it wasn't just general bicep tricep thing like, whatever just look and hey, well, in there you actually get to so right? it's a big basic Yeah. and it goes am a person training. Yeah. I'm um, going to ask someone, maybe, or, or about yeah. India, yeah. Herb, yeah. just a quarter the exact story. Enjoy. And, and at, this, at least, at least, throughout their trying like you mentioned, I think I should Not as good. I all the past, to with it's I'm I'm too too way to the I have a little bit to help, camp, things, etc. I'm just a of like, maybe if you're going to say, press, do keep healthy, short. warm up at home. Yeah. I know for sure my friends I think the laying house I can see it just in the back, right? Yeah, so that can be my off day there and the parking, right? Yeah, I don't down and Yeah. I'm, potato. Like, it but I am first starting to work out at Evolve Cell. So. Yeah, and I'm to walk down to like Yeah, you're lifting. are about I don't I'm like I'm I'm like I'm i was like i like uh, oh, really? uh,
1: uh, <laughs> i I'm like I'm I'm like I'm like I'm
0: I'm like I'm I'm i like <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Now, and so I'm um, like, better. Yeah. No, right? no, it's, it's not. It has nothing with. I can see it. It's the no, sorry for the problem. Problem. For, yes. Yeah. 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 So, like, through, yeah. they through and they I think it is, you know, it's the product is that uh, I thought I've seen people doing it, for the it, but it's it's going to. Um, but yeah, I saw it, and uh, yeah, no, and Yeah, no, definitely the worst. I have a label if you can cast on it. Oh, so shit. A lot of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, regardless, is there really like uh, the previous game? going to start to finish your They're already working out the gym. They want to maybe try it different downsides. Uh, yeah. What are some of the key points you want to let people know? Uh, <laughs> come to Evolve, come to Powerhouse, go to any of those gyms. I think even most of them, I'm very certain that some, some uh, CrossFit gyms that have. That uh, the thing, the setting we to help you with that. If always were
1: connected, right. It's not ours for each shown. If it's it's not for you.